I'm Kyle Northcutt. Welcome to the Kids Learn Career Show. Each week, I ask a different person about their job so you can know what your options are out in the world. My guest today is Brandon Bertel, the owner of a sawmill. Brandon, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kyle. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for being here. First off, can you tell me what a sawmill is and what it's like to own one? Sure. Uh, basically, a sawmill, we take logs and we slice them up into big slabs and lumber. And we dry the lumber and slabs, and we flatten them, and we sell them to furniture makers. So uh, we just basically work, we basically process logs into usable products for furniture makers. So Sounds, sounds important. Yeah. Yeah. So what kinds of things do you actually do day to day at work? Um, basically, I solve problems. Uh, that's really what it is. People want a table. They want a bar top. They want a countertop. And we have access to trees. So uh, we're just basically solving people's needs. That's what I do every single day. Cool. So that sounds like a lot of fun, actually. Solving problems. Thanks. So. Yeah. yeah. So when did you first know you wanted to do this kind of work? Um, I was about 25 years old and there were two people that really kind of uh, inspired me to do it. One was Wendy Fullwood, the other was Kevin Kruger. Uh, but I just really knew I wanted to build something with my hands. I wanted to make something. Mm -hmm. And um, that was kind of the point where I, I knew I wanted to do something like this. Yeah, I, li I like hands-on work. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So did you do anything else before then? And can you tell us a bit more about the path you took to get here? Sure. Um, I grew up on a pecan farm when I was young and would build lots of things with my dad. And then after um, high school, I went to college and played baseball. And I went to Texas A&M and got a degree in construction science. So I was studying construction and things like that. Um, and worked as a welder after that um, as a mechanic and then decided to start the sawmill because that was kind of my path to being a sawmill owner. Wow, that's a really cool story. Mm -hmm. So what do you like most and least about your job? Um, the most, the thing I like the most are the people. Um, I get to deal with a lot of people that just have lots of integrity um, that I consider my friends and I'm just surrounded by a lot of really good people. So I think that's what I enjoy the most. Um, enjoy the least. Um, a lot of the machines break down from time to time. So we spend lots of time repairing machines, which isn't the most fun thing, but, um, it's part of the job. So, yeah. And that, also, um, makes sense. having, yeah. So, yeah. Now a word from our sponsor. Looking for a way to start making some good money this summer? Start picking up plastic film recyclables like shipping air pillows, plastic bags, plastic packaging, and more from your neighbors. These items can't be put in your curbside recycling bin, but they can be recycled at multiple locations throughout your city. I started doing this over a year ago in my neighborhood, and I make about $150 a month for about an hour of work. I don't know about you, but that's way more than my normal allowance. I even teamed up with my good friend Micah and created a course that teaches you exactly how to create a business like this yourself. Check out kidsgreenteen.com for more information. Okay, let's get back to the show. What level of education do you have? Was that required for your job? Um, so I have a degree in construction science from Texas A&M, 
And no, to answer your question, no, that is not required to own a sawmill or operate a sawmill. So there's there's lots of people who do not have college degrees or probably even high school degrees that do very well at, at running and owning a sawmill. Okay, cool. So how much money would someone starting out like making a sawmill expect to make and what's the long-term income potential? Well, that's a good question. And honestly, it just really varies on what your goals are of the business. Um, so it took us about 10 years before we were profitable uh, at the business. So it's definitely a long-term investment. There's a lot of capital expenditures. There's lots of buildings and kilns and sawmills and equipment that you have to buy. Um, so I would not uh, advise somebody that they think they're going to get in and get rich quickly uh, mm -hmm. at all. It takes a long time. Um, and then as far as the, the potential income earning, uh, it just really depends on how you run the business. And um, if you're providing your customers a good value, uh, you're not going to get filthy rich. Uh, you'll make a living, uh, but you're not going to be excessively wealthy um, owning and running a sawmill, I'd say. Okay. So how much free time do you have? Like, do you work a traditional 40 hour work week more or less? Uh, I do not work a 40 hour work week. Um, I probably have 40 hours by about Wednesday or Thursday at the latest. Oh. So um, I would estimate I probably work about 60 to 70 hours a week. Um, I actually do have quite a bit of free time because uh, I live on the property where my sawmill is located. Mm -hmm. So I can just walk to work. My commute is about 30 seconds. I can walk home for lunch. Uh, so very little of my day is uh, wasted tra uh, transportating back and forth to work. And um, I'm able to come down to the mill at night when my kids are sleeping and do things or do things at my house. Um, so um, I do work a lot of hours, but also have the flexibility and I feel like quite a bit of free time to make it to my kids' baseball games and <clears throat> gymnastics practices and things like that. So mm -hmm. it's just about managing your time. Yeah. Do you like working those hours? Um, I do. There's sometimes when I get tired uh, and, and kind of cranky, but um, in order to uh, support our family and have the things that we want, it's needed. And uh, I'm willing to do that. Yeah, I would definitely get tired if I had to work 70 hours a week. Yeah. Yeah. So what advice do you have for young people considering what you do for their job? Um, my advice would be to try to find something that you really enjoy doing. Um, and that was some advice that was given me by a mentor of mine named Wendy Fullwood. And he said, if you find something that you really, really love to do, everything else will work out. Um, the money will work out. Uh, and if you find something you really enjoy doing, you'll be good at it. Um, but if you try to go into a field because you think you're going to make a lot of money or some other thing and you don't enjoy it, you're going to be miserable. Um, and that, that unhappiness is going to flow over into your personal life. It's going to flow over into your family life. And you're just not going to have a very good quality of life. So my advice would be go find a job like you didn't need one, you know, like just say you like pretend like you won a million dollars in the lottery and you could just go work anywhere. Where would you want to go work if you, if money wasn't an issue? And that's the path that I would just kind of search for. Obviously you have to make money to live. Mm -hmm. um, so that should be some consideration, but find something that you enjoy. And typically you can 
end up making a living out of that if you really enjoy it because you'll be good at it <laughs> and you won't spend you won't mind spending a lot of time and effort doing it if you enjoy it but if you don't enjoy it um i don't think it's going to turn out very well so that'd be my advice to a young person looking for a career yeah that's really good advice so this one was borrowed from tim ferris a best-selling author and one of the top podcasters in the world what is one of the best or most worthwhile investments you've ever made? Um, I think it's your time because uh, the time is something that you never get back. And so, um, you know, when I'm, when I'm gone from this earth, nobody's going to remember that I produce really high quality slabs of lumber. Um, mm-hmm. That won't matter a lot. So I think investing time with people that you love, with your family, your children, um, is the best investment um, because how you spend that time will determine if you see those people in heaven or not. Um, and so really your time and effort should be focused on quality time with your family or children. Number one. Yeah, that's good advice. So was there a time in your life where you felt like you completely failed at something, but it ended up helping you later on? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, Early on in our business, uh, we, we took everything very slow. We didn't market a whole lot. We didn't really um, advertise a whole lot. We just were kind of like the, you know, the tortoise and the hare. We were the tortoise in the race. And um, we were just basically building a really good foundation for the business. And I uh, viewed that as a failure kind of at the beginning. But looking back, um, I'm really glad we did it that way because I think in the long run, we will be successful. Yeah, that that makes sense. So I know you already did one shout out, but was there another person in your life, like a parent, grandparent, teacher, coach, or another mentor that made a huge impact on you? If so, in what way? And would you like to give that person a quick shout out? Sure. Um, I think obviously to my parents, uh, they obviously taught me very hard work as as a young kid and and to have lots of integrity so i think that's helped me immensely um, in business so i you know grateful to them for doing that Uh, another one is a man named kevin kruger that i worked with he was my boss and uh, encouraged me to start a sawmill and help me kind of you know walk through how to do it and um, gave me a lot of good advice Um, and along with wendy fullwood he was a very helpful to me uh, just with mentoring employees and um, just kind of like a life coach for me so those are the people that I, I feel like have, have had a huge impact in my life. Oh, thanks for sharing. Sure. So knowing what you know now, would you have done anything differently growing up? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I was uh, really focused on baseball when I was young. And um, I spent a lot of time and a lot of energy um, doing that. And I think I missed out on some things that I could have done. Um, and it wasn't a bad experience. Um, just looking back, I was, you know, uh, had a goal and a path to try to be a professional baseball player and, uh, got close, but didn't get there. And I think that, um, that if I had to do it all over again, I probably would have focused a little bit less on that and, um, more on some other things. Okay. Thanks for sharing. So what's the best advice you have for young people who want to be successful in life and in their work? Uh, that's a great question. I think uh, kind of before I answer, we kind of need to define successful mm-hmm. uh, in life. Uh, and so there's a lot of different meanings of that. 
And I think in general, um, especially in this country and especially with males, we associate successful with being financially successful, um, which I don't view it that way. Um, I think uh, I've heard of with um, Warren, uh, Warren Buffett interview and he said, successful is uh, when you, you get to older age, 60, 70 years old and the people around you that should love you, if they still love you, that that's being successful. And that's coming from the greatest investor of all time. Um, so I think that's how I would kind of define success. If the, uh, if the people around you that should love you still do just kind of like Warren Buffett does. Um, and I think if you're going to accomplish that, um, you need to have a, a relationship with Jesus and really uh, know him because that uh, impacts your life and it impacts the people around you um, more than anything. So that would be my advice. And also to be successful in business. I mean, you have to um, understand other people's um, thoughts and feelings and get along with them and things like that. And if you, um, if you don't have that relationship and understanding, it's difficult to do it. So that would be my advice to any young person. Yeah, that's really smart. Awesome. Thanks, Brandon. Now it's time for the joke of the day. What do you call a witch that goes to the beach? I don't know. A sandwich. <laughs> Thanks again for joining us on the Kids Learn Career Show. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and tell your friends. See you next time.